0: Lotus FM News with Tracey Balaybam. Six o'clock, good evening. The engine refinery in Durban is up and running again after a month's maintenance break. Earlier this month, Gauteng motorists experienced fuel shortages when unforeseen problems cropped up at another refinery belonging to Sapref as well as the fuel pipeline to Johannesburg. Engine spokesperson Gavin Smith says the maintenance work went well and smoothly.
1: The engine refinery is up and running following its planned 30-day maintenance turnaround. At an estimated cost of over 150 million rand, the turnaround created an extra 2,472 contracted jobs, of which 70% of contracted personnel were from the Durban South Basin. Engine remains firmly committed to maintaining a refinery that operates safely, at optimal efficiency, and with the lowest possible environmental impact.
0: Passenger rail agency managers who are reluctant to provide information in the public protector's probe into irregularities at Prasa may be fined by up to 40,000 rand. Tuli Madanzela said she found it difficult to get information from senior managers during their three-year-long probe. Madanzela says the law allows her to institute contempt proceedings.
2: Paying 40,000 rand from your own pocket is more than a parking fine. We haven't moved into contempt proceedings. I wanted to, but my team thought that at this stage, let's conclude this phase and wrap it up and issue at least part of our report because the public wanted to know what was going on. And then on phase two, if we don't get information we need, we will use two of our powers, contempt proceedings and search and seizure powers.
0: Eight, a former policeman convicted of murdering Mozambican taxi driver Medo Masia will appeal their verdict. Their lawyer, Benny Ndaba, says he's confident that his clients will win the case through an appeal. Masia died after he was dragged behind a police van two years ago. The High Court in Pretoria ruled today that all eight were complicit in Macia's death. Judge Bert De Bam will sentence them on September 22nd. and Ndaba claims his clients were simply executing their duties and meant no harm.
3: They were executing their duties. They did not deliberately. They had no intention of chaining him to the back of the party. In fact, there is no member of the public that testified to the court and say they deliberately changed him. On the video itself, you can watch it 100 times. You won't see where the deceased is chained to the vehicle. We're going to appeal. It is my view that another court might come to a different decision.
0: Slain mining magnate Brett Kebble's father, Roger, has committed suicide. His other son, Guy, has confirmed the incident. Lyndon Kahn has more.
1: 78-year-old Roger Kebble reportedly shot himself in his car in a Cape Town suburb this afternoon. Guy Kebble says he's shocked and devastated and did not wish to be interviewed. Keble says he has very little detail about the incident and that he is currently in Johannesburg. He earlier said that his father had been unwell for some time. Brett Cable was killed in 2005 in what was believed to be an assisted suicide.
0: The first images have been posted online of the destruction of an ancient temple by Islamic state militants. The images appearing on Twitter accounts, which are reliable sources for ISIS propaganda, are a first confirmation by the group that it blew up the temple in the ancient city they captured in May. The BBC's Frank Gardner reports.
1: It was one of the most precious artifacts of Palmyra, also known as Tadmor, in the middle of Syria. And ever since IS overran that area in May, there was always the fear that they were going to do this. This destruction has been condemned by Irina Bokova, who is the head of UNESCO, the Director General of the United Nations, uh, the cultural organisation, as a war crime.
0: Your top story this evening, the engine refinery in Devon is up and running again after a month's maintenance break. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlatham. I'll be back with the headlines at 6.30.